Hello everyone, what is up? Salutations and many greetings and welcome to Lalo Studios. We are creatives on the down low here to come to the forefront and give life advice, discuss random shit and eventually talk about other creatives in their crafts. I am Yuki. And I am Patricia. And we have a bit of a more serious topic today. We're going to be talking about ethnicities and being female in the work industry. So just to kick things off, Pat, mm -hmm. what are your multiple ethnicities? So I am a Filipino, Chinese, Irish, Spanish, and I think that's it. What, what? about you? <laughs> what a great mix! <laughs> so for me, I am Samoan, Swedish, German, um, and Chinese. Can you say Swedish again? <laughs> <laughs> or as as the people in my country date Swedish. <laughs> that's cute i like that it's it's a real mix because here's the thing i am from a pacifica heritage but my great great grandfather he was a european sailor and he used Ooh. to go on those war tours and then oh lay, wow yeah and he used to lay with the woman oh, from the islands yeah. so i'm from that marriage so that's probably similar to my family. Well, Filipinos in general, yeah. we're a melting pot because of all the people that invaded our land. It's a weird thing to talk it's, about. Yeah, it? it's kind of serious. It's a weird thing to claim. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you remember when you guys invaded our land? Yeah, we're from that heritage. <laughs> yeah. Quite odd, but yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because we get brought up in diff ver a very different way from probably what we're typically supposed to be. Um, taught as a young Asian girl or yeah. then a young Pacifica girl. Yeah. Because did you get brought up more as a European or...? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of our traditions were kind of lost on us because we... I grew up here. In New Zealand? Yeah, so I didn't grow up in my homeland. Yeah. And I never learned my native tongue. Yeah, we're quite similar. <laughs> then we are every time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I, I was also born here and I can understand and I can read Tagalog, which is the Filipino language, but Amazing. speaking is another thing for me. Really? Yeah. I'm unsure what it is. Maybe it's just not enough confidence. Or do you kind it's... of almost feel afraid to kind of own it in that way yeah because i have been put down for it when i tried and then mm. i just never wanted to kind of that's why i kind of have difficulty learning some languages yeah and i get afraid to speak certain say certain phrases in different countries because i have been put down before so a few bullshit. times but it just sticks with me yeah and it, when it comes from family it's kind of different it hurts, yeah, yeah it, it hurts, hurts a bit more yeah but yeah, so I do wish to speak the language better in the future so that I can actually communicate with other Filipinos properly because yeah. they do feel a bit uncomfortable talking to me just in English. Really? Well, English and Tagalog are, are official languages, yeah. but not a lot of Filipinos are well off to know the English language. Yeah. It's usually the middle class and up or Filipinos overseas that know English. Yeah. And then if you talk to anyone lower they feel uncomfortable yeah and i don't want to make them feel uncomfortable yeah i want to open up conversation i know that they're very nice so i hope to open that up in the future yeah yeah well i think for me um one of the big things is that i don't look like my ethnicity on a real scale yeah when i met you i didn't even know what you were yeah i was nobody does yeah everyone's confused and then imagine me going to an Asian country. They just wouldn't know mm. what I am. They just think I'm an alien. Has anyone asked you before? So, For example, in Japan? Yeah. I'll talk about that. I'm someone, like, base-wise. But I appear very fair. I have lighter skin than everyone. I have coloured eyes, which is a very uncommon trait. Mm. Um, and even just, like, my face ratio. It's very not Pacifica. And when I go to, like, Japan, for instance, not many people know how to approach me. 
and the elderly will look at me. I don't know. The elderly, when I went to Japan, the elderly looked at me with disdain. But was it because you weren't a Japanese person? Because I, be I got the looks as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it might be because of that. But then the young people, they, they stare at me and they wouldn't know what to say to me.、Mm. They wouldn't even, because I know, because they would talk English to my sister. Most of the times would be in Japanese because she appears Asian.、Mm. Um, sorry, I just tapped this. <laughs> <laughs> I think because there was this one time that me and my sister were coming back from Narita and we stopped in like a 7 Eleven、mm. and we had this one mix who served me and she was from Nepal and she was Japanese as well. Working in the store. Working in the store. Yeah. And she is such a beautiful mix. It was such a different looking face. But then she looked at me and she didn't know what to say.、Mm. And she just kept on staring. And she was very shy around me. She didn't know what to say. She kept like smiling to herself. What? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, ah, I didn't come to the Zaymas. And she's like, oh, bye. <laughs> oh. And, and I was like, why are you looking at me? You're the very exotic one here. You're like a gem to be looked at, and then she was like, <laughs> Oh, so th- yeah, they don't know how to interact with me. So, even just on the foreigner side, they would look at me because I'm a foreigner, but then they would look at me more intensely because I'm a weird looking foreigner. They just don't、mm-hmm. know how to identify me. Maybe it is your eye color, though. It does throw people off. People、yeah. don't know how to identify me here as well. And then、yeah. the accent throws people off as well. They're like, where、yeah. are you from? <laughs> yeah. You are one confusing person, man. <laughs> yeah, really true. <laughs> and I was like, I am just an enigma. You don't need to know where I'm from because I'm just from everywhere. I, so my next question is, what do we, as you said, what do we get mistaken for? And I get mistaken for what's the weirdest one I've had? I've had Egyptian. I can kind of see that. I I've think, looked at Egyptian. Think... Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Egyptian people. I don't look like. Wait, are you talking about Google Egyptian or are you talking real life? Real life Egyptian. How many Egyptians have you met, though? Like, oh, because I see a lot of them in like Netflix shows. So, like, Mr. Robot, the main guy, he's Egyptian. He's an Egyptian guy? <laughs> <laughs> You learn a new thing every day. Here on Laylo Studios, we want to endorse learning. <laughs> learning new things. <laughs> yeah, what else do I get mistaken for? I get mistaken for Tongan? Tongan. I don't know. I feel like people who speak to me in Tongan, they're just shooting their shot.、Mm. They're like, we don't really know where you're from. We're just But we'll just try. We'll just try. Yeah.、Um, I've had Canadian. So everyone's just. Guessing out of nowhere. Yeah. They feel the need to guess. Yeah, they feel the need to guess because they can't pinpoint anything because my face and voice are from two separate people <laughs> merged into one. <laughs> and then it's weird because when you see my family, everyone looks someone. Your sister doesn't. She looks more Asian to me. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because my dad is very Chinese looking, but he's very Samoan looking as well. And so is my mom. Yeah, and I'm the only person in my family that has colored eyes. My entire tree.、Mm. Besides the European great great grandfather. Wow. For those who don't know, she just stopped to stare at me. Because <laughs> now I'm just like looking at her eyes and I'm trying to calculate everything. I'm just like,、yeah. interesting. Is she Canadian? What is she? No, no. Well, I know that as well from my brother. He has a nose that no Filipino has. It looks like a European nose. No one knew where it came from. <laughs> so, we, my mom thinks it's from a great great grandma. And we can only think that it's from there because everyone else has like a butter nose or. We all have pretty much the same nose, just bigger or smaller. <laughs> so, I, I can kind of understand that. It's nice to see things from the past popping into the future. Yeah. yeah. And how it travels through us. How many generations or how many people it would have to go through to get to you? Four. Yeah, that's. It skipped, yeah, it skipped four generations. It, yeah, it, it was pretty redonkulous. Because it's, it's all on my dad's side.、Mm. And, but like, I have cousins, they just don't look like me. 
Do you look like your family? Any family member? No, not at all. Only the grandfather. The great-great-grandfather. Just to build off of that, to kind of recognize who we are, I would ask you, how was your experience growing up mixed in schools? Because like mm. you, cause you said you were in cliques. But then, in primary or yeah, just anywhere? Yeah, just anywhere, yeah. Because like, did you feel like an outsider or you're okay? To this day, I still feel like an outsider. Whatever setting it is. Because I don't completely feel Filipino. Yeah. And I don't completely feel... Re- I'm not really a Kiwi. I was born here, but I can't really consider myself... Yeah, we don't Kiwis. really... Kiwis. We do have some sort of aspect in our life that is Kiwi. Fish and chips? Fish and chips. Pies. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but so it makes me a bit confused. Yeah. Um, and in friend settings, they're quite similar to me. We all feel like outside outsiders because we were born here and we're all different nationalities ethnicities sorry yeah so all of us struggle and i guess that's just some sort of comfort that would have we have to accept yeah because we know that we weren't brought up there we just have to accept where we are right now and be comfortable with it but in the past i would be mistaken for chinese have more of a chinese face in comparison to filipino face I can see the aspect, but I also think some people are just naive about it. Yeah. They think all Asians look the same. Yeah, I especially got that a lot in primary school. And they'd pick on me with the eye no! thing. No! It happens. It happens. People are horrible. People are horrible. <laughs> you just have to let people know it's not okay to do that. Yeah. You can't do it to me now. You can't do it to the younger generations. It's yeah. not okay. Yeah. You have to respect the way that we look. Even if we look different. Um... We're just all so mixed around the world, that's the thing, so I think it's best for us to just be open with different nationalities, ethnicities, and knowing that we're all brought up in different circumstances. Yeah, Mm. I feel like with the whole tradition, it is kind of looked down upon if you don't know your own traditions from your culture. Yes. uh, And it's hard to know when you weren't brought up that way. Yeah. I was just telling Yuki as well, the Filipino culture has a lot of traditions to give some sort of praise to the elders, put their hand towards your forehead and give acknowledgement. But when I went to the Philippines, I didn't know that that was a thing. So I would just give them hugs. I still feel that's a bit disrespectful. Yeah. Your parents don't really talk to you about it. They just tell you to do your own thing. Yeah. And you just get a bit confused. Do I stick to what I was brought up with or do I pretend to do what my cousins are doing because it pleases the elders? Yeah. And that's confusing as being brought up in a different country when you're a different ethnicity. Yeah. Because it disrupts how you see yourself. Because you yeah. see yourself as Filipino. Yeah. But then who are you when you are not doing the customs or being yeah. a part of it? I feel like a Filipino inside the household. We do a lot of Filipino dishes, we watch TFC for all my Filipinos out there, it's the Filipino, <laughs> our Filipino dramas and oh then I love them. We do all of these things but once you step outside of the house, I don't know if we feel the need to but we turn kind of European. Yeah. I don't know if it's to adapt to our surroundings yeah. or we just naturally go that way. Wait, was it when we, when you dropped us off, I remember your dad talking to me and he spoke, I don't want to say in a European way, but he oh, he spoke yeah. in such a, how would you say, topical way? Like, for me to understand kind of like what he's talking about. We all do that. Yeah. We, we all... kind of like, it's part of you, but you kind yeah. of amplify it so that you can relate to the yeah. non-Filipino in the car. Yeah. Other Filipinos as well. They, it depends on the group of people you interact with, socialize yeah. with. Yeah. So if you're with Filipinos... You, you talk like a Filipino. You have that accent. When you're, with, when you're a Filipino with Kiwis, tend to have that more Kiwi accent. It amplifies. Even when I'm with you, yeah. my accent might sound different to when I'm at home. We don't want to be too much of an outsider. And if we talk about food, simply going back to food, Thai food in a restaurant is not what you'd taste in a rural Thai town. Yeah. They adapt. They make it taste the way like that Europeans yeah. want to taste it. Yeah. yeah. So I think we naturally do the same. I didn't even realize it until I'm talking right now. 
that we do this thing. Yeah. And we just do that when once you step out the doors. Yeah. So for me, because I don't really know my native tongue, I can never, like growing up, I can never really gel with the Pacifica community. I was very much an outsider because I didn't speak like them. This is only me looking on the outside. They speak with minimal words. <laughs> it's not because their vocabulary isn't expanded. It's because they kind of had this understanding that they already know what the other is talking about. It's kind of like this knowing. It's kind of like the weird things between like a man and a horse. Mm. Like a horse already knows what you want to do before you do it. Because they rely more on instinct. Um, they read their body language very well. And they, like the alphabet is very condensed. Mm. They don't need to articulate as much. And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, but yeah, that's how I personally view it. But what about expressions? Do they express more with um, their hands or something to get a point across? or They do it with their stance. Is that why maybe they don't talk as much? Yeah, they don't talk as much, yeah. But I think I'm probably portrayed in a very weird way. <laughs> but yeah, but that's like kind of how I see it. Like They already know what the other is talking about, so they don't really need to translate as much or like speak as much yeah um and so when i go there and i talk to them i talk in a very like foreign way to them even though we're both speaking english it was hard for me to gel with them because they wouldn't use extensive words yeah because it's just not a thing yeah it's a thing in like european caucasian culture to like know this word and you know extend your vocabulary be articulate with the way you express yourself for me for my family and like the pacific community you just know you don't really need to say anything because you already know <laughs> no it's similar to us though yeah. filipinos talk a lot but my vocabulary isn't as extensive as yours but i express yeah emotions that's how i talk can tell with the tone of my voice and yeah. we're, we all talk in different ways so yeah. i guess they're more comfortable with that way and just different to them because you're communicating in, in an alien sort of way to them yeah they might expect you to speak the way that they're speaking yeah for okay, yeah like how my dad tried to talk to you yeah it's like i think a better way a better perspective to put it is that like when in the pacific community when they talk to you they talk to each other intimately mm. but when a european talks they talk to present do you know what i mean they present ideas they kind of perform what they're saying Mm. And I think that's what your dad did to me when he was talking to me in the car. He'd be yeah. like, oh, so how do you feel about this movie? And how did you like it? Mm. But then if he was in an intimate setting, he'd be like, you like it? Okay, cool. <laughs> he wouldn't even ask me. <laughs> he would just, if I don't talk about it, he knows that I liked it or something. Or if, See, I, exactly. if I talked about it, yeah. he knew that I'd love it. And if I don't, he won't bring it up because he knows that I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and that requires minimal talking. And then, yeah. And I think also growing up, Sorry, just to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was like, I was just thinking. Don't you think it's because of the settings that we're brought up in? It's different for Europeans to express the way that they're talking, but that's their way of communicating. That's their best way of communicating. They're not as maybe emotional as like a Filipino. They don't express through a stance, such yeah. as a Pacific person, but that's what they were brought up with. Yeah, I was especially brought up that way. Yeah. So for me to converse in that way to my community, it was kind of ooh, not frowned upon. They just weren't interested. Was that from your parents' perspective or did you feel the need to... Because well, I grew up in a Caucasian school, schooling. Yeah. With like English curriculum. Yeah. So I'm very because... urbanized and I'm very... I would say colonized in a way in like how I see my heritage. Yeah, same. Like having lava lavas on the windowsills. To me, that's tacky. But to my community, that's just normal. And I hate that I think that way. Yeah. Because I've been taught to think that way. Like, oh, like windows need curtains. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's small things like that that really try to like, I'm trying to kind of take myself apart and kind of get back to my roots, which is why I'm in all of the projects and everything. So do you think the way that you were brought up was incorrect? To a sense, yes. And do you think if you were brought up in the Pacifica, uh, in... I'd be a very different human being. <laughs> but I mean, because imagine if your parents are coming from uh, Hawaii, mm -hmm. coming into New Zealand, yeah. brought up in different ways, 
Yeah. It's still going to be the same concept. If you're brought up in the islands, coming into here, you'll want to adapt to here. But once yeah. you're here, you'll want to go break out. So it's always... There's never a win-win situation. Yeah. No matter what, you have to try... To um, learn the way of the land. Or to be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. But what's... What's right, then? So... For me, growing up, I learned the European history, mm. and I didn't learn the Oceanian history. Yeah, because it was never taught to me. Yeah, which I find very weird, in especially in schools, because what people don't understand is that with the history, even just even the history of New Zealand, the Europeans came, but the indigenous people they were here like sixty thousand years before.、Mm. But how come we've no? I've never known about that until recently. Until I started doing these projects and kind of learning the true history,、mm. I was always taught the Caucasian way. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be the same for me. Like the urban side of it. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame, but then like, it's a weird coin because I've succeeded as far as I have in my privilege、mm. because I have that urbanized thinking. I think you could succeed just as much, in. I could, but it would be ten times harder. To kind of get that opportunity. Yeah. So, like, even for instance,、um, you know my last name, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's a very Westernized name.、Mm. It wouldn't be something that falls under a Pacific vocabulary. Yeah. And. And I think I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I think I am allowed to say because I want to say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. The, 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 I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna go for it. So my mom,、um, my mom and dad are not together. That's another story. <laughs> but she doesn't want to revert back to her maiden name because it's very Pacifica, and so she keeps the urbanized、um, last name of our family、mm. so that she's able to. Put that on her CV, and then、mm. she puts that forward, and she does end up getting jobs. She ends up getting interviews. She、mm. found that when she put her maiden name, she wouldn't be able to get a phone call. Damn, that hits close to home.、Man. Absolutely, and、yeah. it's hard because you want to decolonize the way that we're thinking, but and yet we still kind of give motor and drive to it because we're using it in our everyday settings.、Mm. Yeah, that hits quite close to me because I have a Spanish surname. And you do, yeah. And within my business, I don't know whether to step forward with my surname included or just stick to plain English words that anyone can relate to. And that it hurt, it kind of hurts me a bit because I want to be the person that I am and accept the person that I am completely. Yeah. But when your surroundings doesn't, where do you go? <laughs> Yeah. So even if I try to think differently, the other people won't perceive me the same. Yeah. So what's kind of what's the point? Yeah. Exactly. And then I think it's kind of the same for me. You kind of almost feel the shame. Yeah. Because I wasn't really accepted in the Pacifica community growing up,、mm. but I never really gelled with the Caucasians as well. I was actually considered very. Well, they actually gave me a name growing up. They gave me Hood Rat. Oh, I hate that. I hate、yeah. it so much. But they would refer to me as that because I was considered very ethnic, and I didn't look like the typical Caucasian kid growing up in primary and intermediate.、Mm. I was taller and bigger than other them, like all of them. And the only community that I actually found solace in was the Asian community. Asian community is. <laughs> I think because they understand the ways、yeah. of Bay Pacifica, and also because they're quite similar. Yeah, very common, and I think as well, we have that common ground in being confused where we are, and we don't completely feel the the way that we should when we're in a European environment. Yeah, for Pacifica and a Filipino back from that sort of background. We're very family orientated.、Yeah. We're very open in terms of 
like gift giving or oh, absolutely. hangouts and dinners. We like to socialize in that sense. Yeah. And I think we have that comfort within each other. And I guess that's why we're so open to communicate together and why you have a lot of Filipino friends. It's true. <laughs> and that's, I, I had a lot of like Islander friends when I was in primary school mm. and intermediate. So yeah. Yeah. Cause there are just some things that just we get. Yeah. That might fall on deaf ears. If you were to explain it to somebody else, I'm like, you know, different ethnicity. Yeah. Cause they typically just brush it off. And yeah. say it's fine, nothing's wrong. Yeah. But something is wrong if you don't feel comfortable and you just communicate differently. And even in small things, I think I would go to like during during like intermediate, we're all quite grown, we're kinda understanding who we are. I would go over to like let's say for instance like a Caucasian friend's house mm. and I would hundred percent like take my shoes off. Yeah, yeah. Even something yeah. as simple as that, they're like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, there's carpet. <laughs> Why would you put your shoes on here? Like, nah, it's okay, it's all right. Um, and I would spend time trying to get to know the parents to be in good respect and, like, be in a good light with them. Yeah. And they were like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I was mm. just like, this is how I am. Mm. And this is what's respectful, you know, for me as a human. So mm. it's kind of weird you're kind of like saying hey what are you doing <laughs> or like they're questioning it yeah 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 i get that and also just yeah little things like that yeah and even in terms of life where i am now taking care of myself but i'm still taking care of my parents yeah i feel the need to take care of them because they're quite old that's in our culture yeah i am the last child to take care of them and everyone else is quite spread out so I feel the need my heart feels the need to take care of them yeah. rather than move out and away again yeah it, did, it wouldn't feel right to me if I just moved like two hours away even an hour away it does it doesn't sit right with me yeah yeah and I can kind of see that in you you're very family rooted yeah I, I wasn't really in the past but I'm starting to really appreciate the culture side of things yeah and family more so especially with what we're going through and knowing that not a lot of people actually have family yeah it's eye-opening it is yeah yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> um would you say just to go back to the business side of things would you say that being mixed has open doors for you or like would you say it's kind of just confused things more or how would you say it's benefited your privilege mm. i'm still on a bit of a roller coaster yeah. so i think it's closed doors in terms of working for people in the u.s and they don't want to interact with asian people no, but it's just it's just a thing yeah. for some people. They don't want to work with the minorities as much as their own kind when it's in their own business. Yeah. So I've been turned down quite a bit from um, European people, but the Asian people have been more open to me and they've really tried to take a chance on me. Um, but I can't solely say that because I am working with... Uh, European people, yeah. but they're usually the ones that are more open to other cultures. Yeah, they usually like to go out. They love to travel. They are more open to eating ethnic th food. Food. <laughs> food. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Swedish. So they they're the type of people that I love to interact with because we're kind of in the same boat. Yeah, and they're more open to. Me being who I am and they accept me for who I am rather than me having to pretend yeah. to be something I'm not. And working with my mentor, she's a Filipina lady and she works for women of all color. And that yeah! yeah, that really period <laughs> that really spoke out to me and 
just knowing that Asians, uh, black women, and like white people as well, we can all get along just great, and we can support each other so much and empower each other. Um, but it's the environment and the that you that they create yeah. that makes me feel safe to open up and get job opportunities that way. Yeah. So I, I have to kind of pick and choose who I want to pick with. I really need to go into their background, see what they've done, see if they support meaningful matters yeah. before asking uh, or proposing something. Can I work with you? Can I collaborate with you? Yeah. Um, but it's difficult. You can't really know a person just from what you see online. Um, so it's still a confusing process, but luckily for me, I've been able to work with a lot of people from referrals, so they're quite alike. Yeah. And that's given me a bit more confidence to change my business name into my first and last name. Nice. Have my personal branding rather than two words that don't really mean shit to me. <laughs> like, oops. It's okay, we'll leave it. <laughs> so, I think that's what I've also struggled with in this um, journey. It's, I don't feel aligned yeah. to my business as much because I know my branding isn't these two words. It's my name. I know I want to spread my name because yeah. it's me and this is the way that I am. This is my work ethic and so on. Yeah. So it's it's a challenge but yeah. worth it. Yeah. And I think when you open that door, that opens different doors within inside yourself mm. and how you look at yourself. Yeah. Better doors yeah. than rather than rejecting that part of you. Yeah. Because yeah. it truly speaks out to you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess it's just you have to keep questioning yourself yeah. about this and who you want to be, what kind of people you want to surround yourself with. Absolutely. Before working with them, interacting with them, hanging out with them. Yeah. And just creating even that space for yourself. If you don't find that, find that within yourself before yeah. going out. Yeah. Because you're not going to feel comfortable otherwise. Because yeah. I feel like when I go out with different types of people, I kind of switch. Yeah, me too. And I've been told that I do persona. that as well. Yeah. How are you like with me? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, th I feel more comfortable. Yeah. I feel a tiny bit awkward because we don't completely know each other. But more comfortable in the sense that I've opened up to you more than most of my closest friends because when you're Asian you, you don't completely open up about yeah. your struggles you want to be the one on top you yeah. want to one up someone sometimes as sad as it sounds that's you, how it is it's yeah you just kind of want to be better I guess it's from the parents perspective when they try to compare you to your cousins and then you kind of accidentally let that bleed into your social life yeah and it's not where I want to be, but I guess that's why I feel more open to you because you don't know much about me. Yeah. And we're still getting to know each other. And with this podcast, we're learning more about each other, our cultures. And yeah, it's different. It is different. Very different. It? Yeah. Um, but what about you? I feel like I have very different modes. So mm. there's... There's me, there's Gabby. No, I don't know. I don't know. Should I talk about it? My real <laughs> I, I think you should. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll cut that for now. I'll see. So, I have different modes with the different type of people I'm with. So, mm. when I'm as, I would say, as bad as it sounds, whenever I'm with Asian people, Yuki comes out. Mm. And... And then when I'm with Caucasian people, a rock chick comes out, for real. A what? A rock chick. What like, do you mean by that? Like, someone who knows who Sugar Ray is, someone who loves Fall Out Boy, all of the rock bands. Oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah. And I would, I would sing, and I'd be like, yo, this is great, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> yeah. And then when I'm with 
And when I'm around Pacifica people, I feel like the more hood ratchet person comes out of me, that persona. Mm. And it's weird because it's like it's different modes that you've kind of been taught to bring out when you're in a different community mm. instead of just being yourself in all these different aspects. But who was that you teaching yourself then? Or how, how did you get that? It was being in that group. So they taught me how to be. E- you, each group. Yeah, because you. you are who you are surrounded by. True, yeah. And so yeah. being mixed, you get put into different groups mm. because you belong to all of them. Yeah. And you learn how to be in that group. Yeah. Yeah. I've Yeah, I, I definitely see that. But do you think you'll ever break out of that? Because I've been trying to step out of that and be more comfortable with who I am at home in comparison to stepping outside of the house. I try to let people know, oh yeah, I watch anime. I like BTS. <laughs> I I eat noodles all the time. I always slivers in the house. I take off my shoes. I try to be that person instead of someone I'm kind of not. Yeah, because you keep like adapting yourself to suit others. But you do also hear about the masks. Have you heard of, like, you have seven different masks? Wow. No. Like, you have one to yourself, you have one in front of your friends, one in front of your family. Yeah. And then so on. Yeah. So I guess you also change that up with friends, but who is your true self then, if I were to ask you that? Hmm. I think growing up, not even I know at this point, I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out my psyche and still trying to figure out how comfortable I am with myself because I've been taught so many different ways. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about before? I think we're going <laughs> to... I wanted to say something, but I totally forgot. What were we talking about before? Which one? <laughs> I don't... Shit! <laughs> um, no, that's gone. But <laughs> we're, we're never going to know. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting that you bring up the seven different masks. Mm. And I feel like it shouldn't be that way. I feel like But it's should, naturally that it's way. It's naturally that way. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I, I'm still learning how to be myself, but at this point in time, I'm learning to mix how I am with different people. I mix different modes. Mm. So the Pacifica... I'm mixing that with how I am around, like, say, for Asian people. Mm. Because there's such a new representation coming out with, like, hey, Pacifica, we actually, we grew up with anime and manga. Mm. We kind of have the same values. Yeah. So, like, that hood, rat, gangsta, anime weave, Mm. that's the sort of situation that I'm coming out with. Mm. And I'm learning to bring that even into the workplace. I, like, I decorate my desk with, like nerdy stuff like marvel yeah because i want people to understand it's not just one way yeah but yeah i I was going to say i admire that about you as well you because i saw your setup at your desk not gonna say what's there but (laughs) it's it's different be honest (laughs) what do you how do you feel (laughs) it's different to what i'll do at my desk yeah so it's good that you're stepping out of your is it your comfort zone, would you say? Um, I would say, but then it's kind of normal for me. I've, I've, a, I've kind of normalized mm. trying to break that mold. Yeah. So it's normal for me to, like, put random shit on my desk. Yeah. And be like, ask me about it, Jeffrey. <laughs> Let's talk some more. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess... That's kind of me now. Only now. I'm 26. Well, I'm turning 26. And it's kind of sad to know that I'm only getting used to it right now. Because I guess it's the journey, right? Yeah. It's a whole journey. There's a lot of challenges within yourself and your surroundings. But I'm finally getting comfortable with who I am and not really caring about other what other people think. Yeah. But I still there is still a part of me that thing wonders. I just wonder 
what do other how do other people perceive me if I'm the way that I am yeah and it it just confuses me it still confuses me yeah to be yourself but still don't fit in the mold that they want me to fit in yeah especially being here it feels it's a bit tough to be honest really don't you think it if I step out of my friend zone, it's tough. Okay. To be like in... To be me. To be completely me. Yeah, it's so difficult. I tried yeah. it one time. I went to a Drax Project concert. Mm. They don't have the best fandom. Mm. I'm going to be completely honest. I went... I, I remember texting you at the time. It was yeah. Like, I think it was... I don't know where it was. Was it Fityanga? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to dress how I feel comfortable. Mm. And at that time, I kind of dressed similar to um, Mortal Kombat. What were you wearing? <laughs> I was wearing, like, mesh, like, black, black skirt, um, thigh-high boots. My hair was, like, in two buns, half up and half down. Isn't that kind of like a Coachella look, though? Um, I would say so, I guess. I don't know. And then, like, I had a mask. Mm. It was real katana. And not many people got it. I went there and I was like, oh. I tried to push very different things into the same place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, actually, okay. And then I just had all these Caucasian people, all these Kiwi people just look at me and they're like, what is this girl wearing? Yeah. But then would that consider us weird? It shouldn't be. But other people might, if they look at you, Yeah. do you not think that it might be perceived as weird? 100%. Like, they would look at me. Even, I don't even fit the mold of being, like, like a typical Kiwi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because they all very petite, either have blonde hair or brunette hair. And that's... And they have they have more to that, but... <laughs> sure, yeah, okay, yeah. They do! Get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. But just, like, the people that I see, and they're very into the drinking culture, boyfriend's really tall, you know what I mean? They're heavily into the drinking culture. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. into it, and then I go there, and then I was pretty much an outsider. Yeah. That alone, drinking culture, it's... If you don't drink here, you're kind of seen as a weirdo. Yeah. With my friends, they're Asian. I feel a bit like it's kind of odd to talk about. Just like, I don't want to drink anymore. But all they're doing is drinking. Yeah. And I feel a bit left out in that sense. I f- Sometimes I feel the need to go out clubbing, go to bars, but I don't want to. Who does, eh? Some people. Uh, yeah, the majority does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I have wondered, do you feel just weird in general? Yeah, 100%. But you're comfortable with it? Well, I've learned to embrace it because it's all I've ever known. When you could ask any of my friends now, and you can ask them, how would you describe Yuki in one word? And they would immediately first go weird. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They straight 100% they go for weird first. And I'm just like, um, sure. Like, in the beginning, it used to, like, hurt me. But now I'm trying to reclaim it. And I was like, yeah, stay weird because I don't want to be a cookie-cut person. Mm. So you learn to embrace it, but then you're alone in that because you're one of a kind. The misfit. Yeah. Mm. The degenerate, the deviant, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly like me. But before, I know when we were younger, we used to think weird was cool. If you're the weird kid, you're a cool kid. <laughs> that was a cool thing back in the day. Yeah, oh, those days. <laughs> but now, if maybe I'm just brought up in a loving sort of environment to know that if I'm, you know, weird... It's okay. It's fine. So luckily I have that 
But it doesn't always work in our favors, especially yeah. in our ethnicities. Or work. Or work. Yeah. To be the out the bystander. Yeah. Well it's it's the world. What what are we supposed to do? Change it. <laughs> Which we're trying to do, but yeah. there's a lot to change. There is. The work's and, never over. And yeah, there's never ending work for the world. And once that's done, there's still going to be more work to do. Yeah. And I I think maybe just talking with friends and family about it. Yeah. That's a good start. I would also say finding like-minded people because mm. it is very isolating to be weird alone. Mm. especially in your cultures if you find someone who's kind of the same and i think that's in our case mm. with all of our friends because they're all very mixed to find someone you could be weird with and i think that's why when you asked me to be on this podcast i was like yeah 100 percent mm. because i think the great thing about you is that you are very strong in your ideals but you will mm, i would say match someone's energy mm. You would. Because, yeah. like, I think I wouldn't find anyone that I could go with to karaoke and just 100% belt out BTS Idol. But, I'm still finding ways. Like, that's only in some settings, though. Others, like, typically I don't want to be that sort of person. I want to be here, here where I am right now. I want to just chill. I don't want to be too loud. I want to be to myself. Yeah. But... When I am with friends, of course, I'll try to be more upbeat. I want to be more positive. Yeah. And if no one else is going to be as crazy, I'll step up. I'll step up yeah, <laughs> with no will. hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the BTS movie. Psh, no, no way. No chance. Were we the loudest or what? No. I would say the most like in tune. I felt, because, well, I only heard you, so I couldn't tell. That's why I was questioning you if we were the only ones singing. No, other people were singing. We just sang the best. Period. <laughs> was anyone else dancing? Um, they were only dancing for Jungkook's bit. Like, like a hype song. Yeah, so they would only, like, do Jungkook's bit, and then they would sing, but they would only dance when it was the Golden Magnet on screen. There's so many other good members, guys. So many. Wake up. <laughs> but yeah, so having your energy, I want to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. So maybe that's not always the best on my part. Yeah. But that sometimes means kind of sacrificing your own comfort. Exactly. Yeah. I like that about myself, but I can see it spreads me quite thin because I do try to adapt to the best of my ability. Yeah, and it, it shouldn't always be that way. Yeah. I guess it, it just is at the moment. It's the price of being a weird kid. What'd you say? I would say, because I grew up as a weird kid, you learn to adapt yourself for other people. But that's also a cultural thing. Like yeah. what we are talking about at the start. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. It's the price of being mixed. <laughs> it's the price of being different. Yeah, just being so many. Too many people in one body. Yeah. Oh, I would know. <laughs> I would know. Um, and I think just to wrap this up, I think there's going to be such different like ways that people connect with each other. And I think we should celebrate each other's differences rather than kind of just trying to maintain in your clique. Yeah, definitely. There's no use in trying to denounce or pick at someone's way because you don't know their heritage yeah they have a thousand generations behind them and you pick at this thing but this is the way they are and it shouldn't be like that we should celebrate the differences between our cultures and i think that's one thing i want people to take away from this episode what about you i would say exactly the same just loving and embracing yourself yeah to the best of your ability just accept yourself before thinking others will accept you because not a lot of people will yeah and it'll put you ahead of anything and it'll make your mindset much better more positive yeah that's what you need for yourself 
you don't have to be weird to listen to this. You can be normal. I'm normal. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> but if you are, or if people call you weird, it's fine. We're all weird. The people that are normal have the weirdest hobbies and things about them that they just don't want to express. So you're fine. We're all normal, pretty much. We're just confident. Yeah, we're just more confident than those people. That's yeah. that's my perspective of it, because they're usually the creepy kind. or yeah. They're just not open about their interests, and I find that questionable. Yeah. So you're just... What interests are you interested in, <laughs> if you can't tell the public? <laughs> He's lying, your honor. <laughs> so don't think that you're weird, because you're probably not as weird as you think. And you'll definitely find people that match your frequency. You'll eventually find them. You'll attract them because of the way that you act, the way that you talk, and your interests. Just know that it's fine. We'll be here for you if you need anyone. 100%. Just comment. Send us a message on our, our Instagram's podcast. And we'll be there to support. Yeah. And just let us know weird things you did as a kid before we finish up what's one weird thing that you did as a kid where where to start there's such a huge list um (laughs) number one on the list i used to play with my shadow cool no actually can we change that okay what do you want one weird thing you do today okay what was one weird thing oh i'll tell them about my gym is this a pet peeve or is this no, actually about weird? No, the gym. It's okay. weird. The thing that I told you in the car. Okay, go on. When I go to the gym, instead of listening to like typical hype music, I listen to Beethoven. Because that goes off. You don't understand. <laughs> when you're running, it hits certain beats. It's like... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Got him. Got him! <laughs> And I told I tell people this, and they're just like, "You are such a different energy." The weirdest thing is being in a the army fandom. Yeah, I think that's what they think is weird. Yeah, but to me, it's the norm. They're like my family, yeah. so that's probably the weirdest thing because we're putting so much devotion into the group and our community. Yeah, and also just to wrap things up, for someone on the other side, I would suggest just listening you don't have to be we encourage you to be open-minded about things that aren't the same as yours but i would say just take a listen yeah definitely start there okay um thank you for listening not looking at the camera if you like this audio rate us on apple google Podcasts, spotify and leave us a comment in our instagram at laylo studios podcast and tell us what topics you want us to talk about Thank you so much. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye.